जय राधा माधावा कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभ गिरीवारधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभ गिरीवारधारी शदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनातीरावन जय राधा माधवा 
Chapter 12, which is entitled Devotional Service. And we'll start with text number 8. Before we start, please everybody chant with me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Sudevaya Vancha kalpa trubhascha kripasandubhya evacha patitanam pavanebhya vaishnavebhya namo namaha nama om vishnu padaya krishna peshtaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swami nitinamine namaste sarasvati devi goravani pracharine nirvisheshishanyavadi paschyati deshutarine jaya sri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gora Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai, Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Tarupa Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai, Shri Gora Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai, Nitai Gor Pramanande. So why we read from the Srimad Bhagavad Gita is that Krishna says that because he loves us all so much, he comes in two forms. Externally, he comes in the form of the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita, as the Bhagavad Gita itself. And internally, he comes as the super soul. So this is the love he has for us, just like for some of us who are parents, and especially when we're uh, new parents, means the child has just been born. We have young children with us. How we keep the children very close to us at all times, right? Uh, in America, there's a saying, a minute means a mile. If your child is... Uh, away for a minute from you, the child could be as much as a mile away from you. Uh, you know, that's how fast things travel in America. So, Krishna knows that. He knows that um, the living entities at times will behave in some ways that might be harmful to the living entities. So, to protect us all, 
he stays with us at all times in the form of the super soul and externally he comes in the form of the Bhagavad Gita. And the Bhagavad Gita is taught to us, as it says in chapter 4 of the Bhagavad Gita, by a person who is called our spiritual master. And for a person who is, who is explaining this science of the Bhagavad Gita to us, there are three types of spiritual masters. Those who actually first inform us so that we come to know for the first time there is such a thing as as God, there is such a person as God, who that person is, who are we, what is our relationship with God, what is this creation all about, why am I living in this world, what is my purpose in life, what is time, what is the law of karma. These types of things are natural uh, uh, questions that we ask because we like to know everything. It's the nature of the soul, to be all knowledgeable. That's why the soul is said to be constructed of three things, sat, chit, and ananda. Sat means that it's eternal. It never dies. Therefore, we don't ever die. The body is lost, but the soul never dies. And the soul is who we are. And chit means that we are meant to be full of knowledge. And ananda means that we are meant to be full of bliss. Jai, shushi radha, kalachanji ki, jai. So, it is described in our scriptures that in the beginning there was no one but Krishna. Krishna says, Aham evasam evagre, nanyad yad sadasat param, paschadham yaditacha, yavishishyeta swasmi aham. In Srimad Bhagavatam, he says, in the beginning there was nobody but Krishna, and then he manifests Radharani and Balaram, Balaram from his right side, Radharani from his left side, and then they actually manifest the whole creation. Everything is created by these two personalities, like that. And so then Krishna describes in the Bhagavad Gita, which is the song of God, it is the song of Krishna himself, it's called the Bhagavad Gita. In that he describes that he is our original father. He says, I am the seed-giving father of all living entities. And just like for those of us who are parents, how much we love our children, we want our children always to be successful, we want them to be happy. In fact, we even want them to do greater things than we did in our life. So Krishna is like that too. And for that reason, he stays with us, no matter how uh, we behave in our lives, he always stays with us in the form of Paramatma, in the form of the super soul. And he always stays with us in the form of the Bhagavad Gita. So this is why everybody should have a Bhagavad Gita. And this is why whenever somebody comes here, we give them Bhagavad Gita. In a sense, we're saying to them, please have Krishna. Because Krishna is everything. He's called Sarva Karna Karnam. He is the cause of all causes. He is everything, actually. He is the origin of everything, and nothing is his origin. It says that in the verses, that Anadir Adi Govinda... Anadir, Adi Govinda. Anadir means before whom there was nobody else. And Adi means who was the first person. And he is our original father. And we are his children. He wants us to be extremely happy. So in the Bhagavad Gita, he gives us five methods by which we can become fully successful. Now in this world, what would somebody consider themselves would be successful? What would people consider would be successful? If they had that, I'd be very successful. What are some of the things people think? Money, very true. Big time. In Kali Yuga especially, it is said, money will be treated like God. In fact, even the American dollar, it does say, you know, in God we trust. It's right there on the dollar bill. You know, I mean, that's the new, do- new God actually in creation. You know, money runs everything in this world, right? They say, if you have money, you're fine. If you don't have money, who cares about your education and your health and everything else? If you don't have money, you have nothing. No money, no honey. 
you know. Different types of things they say like that, right? So, yes, money is very big. What else is very big in this world? People think, oh, I'm very successful. I have that. I'm very successful. What else? Yeah, they have a house. They have property like that. That's all part of the wealth. What else? Fame, yeah. If somebody is very famous, they think I'm very successful. Who is an example of a person who has a lot of money? Donald Trump, okay. Well, not a very good example. <laughs> he has a lot of money, that's true. But there's some other people who are more famous than him in terms of... Bill Gates is an example, Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, they are really multi, multi-billionaires many times over with cash. Warren Buffett, yeah. Warren Buffett at one time gave a gift of $40 billion. That's hard to imagine that number. That's how he gave in cash, $40 billion as a charity gift to somebody. It was an organization. I mean, that's called a rich person, right? It's hard for us to give $40 to somebody. You know? <laughs> and billion dollars, most of us will never see in our lives. Million dollars we may not see. Cash. <laughs> okay, but who is an example of a person who's very famous? Now you can say Donald Trump. <laughs> he is very famous. And he's very happy. You can see how happy he is. He's very famous, right? He thinks, I'm the greatest in the world. Nobody's greater than me. I'm the greatest. Right? Everywhere's got the name Trump, Trump, T, you know. Before it used to be T for Texas, now it's T for Trump. You know? Okay? Oh, and then what else are people do, do people have that make them very successful? They feel very successful. Knowledge, yeah, they're very great knowledge. Who is an example person? Very smart person. Einstein, good example. Very famous. You can see, people quote Einstein all the time, right? And when someone is very smart, they say he's an Einstein or she's an Einstein. Right? Okay, what else? Beauty, yeah, beautiful people are very, very famous. Who's an example of a very beautiful person? Hare Krishnas are not very good at that. <laughs> I'm sure some of you are. Well, Aishwarya Rai, let's take Aishwarya Rai, right? She's considered a very beautiful girl. In fact, one time she was known as the most beautiful person on the planet. She was given that title, that she is the most beautiful person on the planet. Like that, from time to time there are people who are considered the most beautiful people. Okay? And of course, there are a lot of people very beautiful out there. Okay, what another example? What else makes people very... Sorry? When somebody very renounced, the monks, right? So who is who are the famous monks in this world? Some famous monk that's very famous because he's a renounced person. The Dalai Lama. You can see he's a very famous person, right? If the Dalai Lama walked into this room right now, who would be listening to me and who would be listening to the Dalai Lama? It's obvious, right? Because he's very famous. He's a very famous monk. People listen to him all the time because he's considered a renounced person. You see? Like that. Okay? So, like this, there are many things that people become very famous for. Another good one is power. Somebody very powerful is considered very famous. Like, who is a very powerful person that you can say, very famous, powerful person on this planet? Huh? Vladimir Putin, yeah, yeah, he's considered a very powerful person, you're right, absolutely. And therefore, he's very, he considers himself very successful. Putin thinks, I'm a successful person, man, I'm the boss of Russia for how many times, right? You know, like that. And does things around the world that can make a big difference, like that. Okay, very good. Now, these are some of the things, of course, people are into so many things. But the one person who can give you everything at the same time, these people don't have everything at the same time, right? Trump may be very famous, but he's not very uh, a smart person, right? We all know he's not very smart. He himself says that, by the way. I'm not criticizing Donald Trump, okay? 
I'm just saying. He doesn't consider himself. In fact, he, he finds it very hard to read. When he's reading, he starts, oh my God, what is that word, you know? It's like, he finds it very hard to read. So he's not a very smart person, but he's very, very famous. So he doesn't need to be smart to be famous, right? I mean, you know? So, but imagine that the same person had all of the things at the same time. Right? The richest person, most famous person, most powerful, most knowledgeable, most beautiful, and most renounced. All at the same time. Okay? Who is that? That's Krishna. Now, Krishna wants his children to be more successful than him. So imagine what he wants to give us. He wants to give us all of that and even more. And what is the more part of he wants to give? What do you think is that more part? What is, what is even more powerful than all these six things that we spoke about? Knowledge, power, fame, beauty, uh, uh, wealth, and renunciation. These six things I said, right? What is more powerful than all these six things? Very good. See? So who can give us a lot of love? It's very hard to find real love on this planet, isn't it? Why do you think uh, husband and wife divorce? Why do you think people fall in love with someone and then fall out of love with that person? Because they don't feel the complete love. Radharani says that. One of the greatest pains on this planet is that people don't feel reciprocation as much as they want to. They don't feel as loved as they want to. They're always hungry for more love. And therefore in this world... What do you hear people saying to all the time? I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And after a while people think, they don't really love me. They're just saying it. It doesn't even have much value, right? And they say, I love you. Say, yeah, right. But actually, true love can defeat everything and not everything. And all of things put together in the world cannot defeat true love. So Krishna not only gives us all these things, by the way, in full measure, by the way. Not just, you know, wealthy means I have a few thousand dollars in my pocket. But you can own thousand earth planets and put them in your pocket and say, that's pocket change for me. That's how rich he can make you. You imagine that? And he can give you much more than that, by the way. Not only gives you everything in the fullest extent, then adds with it full love. So Now you feel full satisfaction. Because nobody feels full satisfaction unless they have full love. Because in full love, you get all the other parts of it, because these things are a little material, but you get the spiritual things, you get the psychological, the mental, the everything's taken care of at the same time. So Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, there are five ways you can get all of these things. And the first verse is in the, in the chapter 12, verse 9, Jai, Shushirada Kalachanji Ki Jai. Text 8. So if any of you know this verse, you can read along with me. May eva mana adhatsva. Yeah, just try, okay? May buddhim niveshaya. Nivashishyasi may eva. Ata urdham nasamshaya. May eva mana adhatsva. May buddhim niveshaya. Nivashishyasi may eva. Ata urdham nasamshaya. They say if you say it three times, it completes and becomes part of you. So that's why I want you to say it one more time. May eva mana adhatsva. May buddhim niveshaya. Nivashishyasi may eva. 
Ata urdham nasam sheha. Now please repeat after me. Just fix your mind upon me. The me is Krishna down here, okay? The Supreme Personality of Godhead. And engage all your intelligence in me. Thus, you will live in me always. Without a doubt. So again, the verse says, just fix your mind upon me the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and engage all your intelligence in me. Thus you will live in me always without a doubt. Purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. One who is engaged in Lord Krishna's devotional service lives in a direct relationship with the Supreme Lord. So there is no doubt that his or her position is transcendental from the very beginning. A devotee does not live in a material plane, on the material plane. He lives in Krishna. The holy name of the Lord and the Lord are non-different. Therefore, when a devotee chants, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Krishna and his internal potency are dancing on the tongue of the devotee. When he offers Krishna food, Krishna directly accepts these eatables. And the devotee becomes Krishnaized by eating the remnants. One who does not engage in such a service cannot understand how this is so. Although this is a process recommended in the Bhagavad Gita and in other Vedic literatures. Now Krishna goes on to say, if we're not able to put all our intelligence in Krishna, then he gives us some alternatives. Here's an alternative. My dear Arjuna, or winner of wealth, if you cannot fix your mind upon me, Without deviation. Okay? Always thinking of Krishna. And one way to always think of Krishna is to say in the morning when you get up, My dear Krishna, I love you very much. I am yours and you are mine. Please know that anything and everything I am going to do today is for your pleasure. And that in every moment, whatever I am doing is only for your pleasure. Then whatever you are doing, because you are doing it for Krishna's pleasure in a sense, you are remembering Krishna. Your intelligence will be in Krishna. And the night when you go to sleep before you lights out, meaning before you you know go to sleep, you knock out, like they say, you conk out, whatever they say. Say one more thing, oh Krishna, I love you very much. I am yours and you are mine. Please know that everything I did today, even though some of those things were not very good, I did it for your pleasure. I really did it because I'm not very smart. I'm not very good. So I make mistakes. Please forgive me for those mistakes. But please accept everything I've done today for your pleasure. If you keep saying that every morning and night, I can tell you within a certain amount of time, you will notice how you will think more of Krishna during the day and how you will be more Krishna conscious all the time. And when the, and the proof will come when you sleep at night and you have Krishna conscious dreams. That's proof that all day you were thinking of Krishna. Because in the dreams, you will dream what you are really, really conscious about. That's the proof. So in a dream, if you have a nightmare, that means some nightmare work happened during the day. And the result showed up in the night. You see what I'm saying? So if you're seeing a nightmare, you need to really correct your lifestyle. But if you think of Krishna all the time, your dreams are going to be about Krishna, about the devotees, about the temple, about chanting the holy name, about eating prasadam, and many wonderful things like that. Okay? So that's how you do the first part. Now if you can't do that, Krishna says, then follow the regulative principles of bhakti yoga. 
So, what are the regulative principles of bhakti yoga? The regulative principles of bhakti yoga are four types. One is that one should give up eating eatables that are not meant for human beings, such as meat, fish, and eggs, things like that. Right? And then give up drinkables that are not meant for us, including intoxicants. Right? And then not do things and put things in our body that are not meant for us, like smoke. We're not supposed to be eating smoke in our life. So don't smoke, because you're putting smoke into your body, and that's going to harm your body. And the fourth thing is, you give up, uh, sorry, the smoking goes with the drinking, you give up all forms of gambling, because you don't want to take unnecessary risks. You're giving your money away. When you're gambling, you're going to give your money away. You know? I just went to Las Vegas last week because we had to do a big convention there. Huge convention. It was a one million square foot convention. You can imagine how big it is. Machinery from all over the world for packaging was there. We're going into the water filling business, so we wanted to get the right machinery. So I went over there, and there's a temple there, a wonderful temple now of Shishi Radha Govinda. And so uh, I was at the temple, and I was telling him a joke about Las Vegas. I was saying, you know, Las Vegas is known as Sin City. Uh, it's known as the city of gambling, the city of, you know, being lusty and things like that. So I told him the first time I landed, which was way back in 1988, I think, or 89 in Las Vegas, uh, was on a, a Southwest Airlines flight. And as the flight was landing, you know how the hostess and Southwest or the host um, say funny things, you know, on the on the on the on the mic. Uh, on the uh, public address system. So this guy was saying, Welcome to Lost Wages. I'm in Lost Wages. I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> and everybody crapped up and laughing. And those who were laughing were going to lose their wages, okay? Because they'd come to lose their wages. But they'll gamble, gamble, gamble. And what do you think will happen? You think they're going to walk away with a lot of money? Of course not. Those gambling casinos didn't, are not charities. They're there to make your money. They have hundreds of millions of dollars in their vault, by the way. You know, they carry as much as 150, 200 million dollars cash in their vaults, in the building. That's not banked. That's what's sitting in there. How much cash do we have in our vaults, in our homes? Or do we even have a vault? You see what I'm saying? So the point is that Krishna is saying here, if you can't do those, follow these regulated principles. The last one is, do not uh, engage in illicit sex. It's not the purpose of life. So you follow these regulatory principles and you chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Then Krishna says, you can have everything. I will give you everything. Because just like parents who are very rich, when children are born of them, how do they get the parents' riches? How do they get it from the parents? Do they work very hard for it? I don't think so. They can work as hard as they want. If the parent doesn't want to give it, they're not going to get it. How would they get it from the parents? The parents just sign it over to them, right? They just sign They give it to them. And do they say, okay, there's a charge for that? Here's your price? No. It's free, right? It's a free, uh, you might say, donation. You see what I'm saying? So Krishna does that with us. He gives it to us free. I mean, how do you like that? It's the best. You can have everything free. Just have to follow this advice here. Give all your intelligence. If you can't do that, at least follow the principles. And if you can't do that, Krishna is going down. Make it easier, okay? Okay? It's just like, you know, when you're bargaining, right? Okay, it's a thousand dollars. You can't pay a thousand dollars, make it eight hundred dollars. No, can't do eight hundred? Okay, let's do it six hundred. Can't do six hundred? Okay, it's five hundred. Five hundred can't do it? Four hundred. Okay, last price, three hundred dollars. Now, if you don't want it for three hundred dollars, a thousand dollar item, then what can I say? But Krishna, last price is free. 
Okay, take it free. But even then, people are not so smart. They, they won't take it. <laughs> They'll work very hard for less money, but they won't get all the money free. That's how smart we are. That's why in scriptures it says, Manda Sumanda Mateo, that people in Kali Yuga are born without much intelligence, very unintelligent. Okay, then he says, if you can't do that, if you cannot practice the relative regulate principle of Bhakti Yoga, then just try to work for me, because by working for me, you will come to the perfect stage. Now, what does he mean working for me? It doesn't mean working for the temple, okay? Don't worry, we're not signing you up so that you can work for the temple. What it means is what I just said earlier. Everything you do for Krishna's service. Now, a lot of you do work, right? And if you don't work, put your hand up. You don't work. Wow, one, two, three, four, wow. Some very rich people in our temple. Everybody should look who they are. Make sure you come to them and get your million dollar checks from them, okay? These are very rich guys. They don't have to work. Well, some of them are students, so then not working yet. That's all it is. But oh, it's now in between jobs or whatever it is. Okay, so the point is that what Krishna is saying, whatever you do, do it for me. Just say to yourself, I'm working for Krishna's pleasure. Yes, I know you're working for yourself and your wife and your husband and your dog and your cat and whoever else you're working for. That's fine. Nothing wrong. Do that. But say to Krishna, I'm doing it for your pleasure. When you do it for his pleasure, he feels good about it. It's the thought that counts, right? For those of us who are parents, sometimes children give us a gift. And the gift isn't what? It's like a piece of paper with something scribbled on it that doesn't even look like a painting. Right? And then they give it to you. And what do the parents say? Wow! That's the best painting I ever saw. I'm going to put it on the refrigerator and I'm going to look at this painting every day and I'm going to feel glorious that my child drew a painting for me. It's the thought that counts, right? So Krishna is like that too. He knows. We're kids, you know. We're little children. We're little puppies. We know how to behave ourselves. But you do a little bit for him and he feels very good about it. Wow, my child did something for me. I'm so proud. But as you do that, your intelligence will increase and you will learn how to do things so it more pleases Krishna more. Just like that child one day is going to very give a very good, good gift to the parent, right? Much more than a painting. What type of gifts do children sometimes give to parents? Some really good gifts. Anybody? Huh? Yeah, grandchildren, man. Every child is worth... Sorry, I shouldn't just say man like that. But... Point is that children are worth a lot. Any human being is worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. Having the love of grandchildren for grandparents is actually a very, very relishable exercise. That's why they say it's a special relationship, special bond between grandchildren and grand. So they're giving them grandchildren. That's not easy, right? How much do you think a grandchild is worth? How can you, how much can you manufacture a grandchild for? Now you know, right? The answer is billions and billions of dollars can't manufacture a child. Right? So it's a great gift, like that. So they'll give gifts. So similarly, devotees also will do more for Krishna over Peter. In fact, at some point, devotees will challenge Krishna. You gave us this, we'll give you something more than that. Can you imagine that? Devotee challenging Krishna and say, how much ever you gave me, I'm going to do more than that. Because I don't accept defeat. I will defeat you with my love. Like that. How powerful that is, right? And then he says... If, however, you are unable to work in this consciousness, which people are not very smart, right? If you can't work in this consciousness, me, then try to give up all results of your work and try to be self-situated. Well, that's even harder. I think that one should have come first. Giving up everything and becoming self-situated. Oh my God, it's very hard to give up even the little that we have, right? Or to speak up giving everything. 
Then he says, and if you cannot take to this practice, then engage yourself in the cultivation of knowledge. Better than knowledge, however, is meditation. And better than meditation is renunciation of the fruits of action for such renunciation, for by such renunciation one can attain peace of mind. So this renunciation is, at least in your heart, you say, oh Krishna, everything that is mine is yours. He's not going to take it away from you, because he doesn't need to. He has everything. So these are the five methods that the Bhagavad Gita gives us. And what is the easiest way to practice all of this? To be in the association of devotees, because devotees do this all the time. Now some devotees do full-time service at the temple, but the majority of the devotees do not do full-time service at the temple. They do full-time service for Krishna in different ways. Somebody has a business, somebody has a job, somebody does this, somebody does that. Like that. But when you associate with devotees, devotees will give you smart methods to easily do things for Krishna's pleasure. And when you do that, ultimately what will happen is, you will get everything yourself. You will become truly happy. And in this day and age, when this world is a very uh, risky place, we all know, things can go wrong in a flash, right? Like Devotees know this very well. How life can turn upside down in a matter of moments. Right? But you'll see devotees remain peaceful, they remain calm, they continue doing their service. It's almost like nothing happened. Whereas most people would completely lose it. They'll completely lose it. So association of devotees will give you 90% of your success. And then you will learn that 90% of the success comes from chanting the holy names of the Lord. And by doing these two things, all of the other things that are meant to happen in our life will happen very nicely. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. I'm three minutes over my time. If any of you have anything that you'd like to say, ask any question. No? Okay, so what we'll do is we'll go and have prashadam now. And there'll be a, a class on chanting, right? Japa, who's doing the class today? Oh, great. Thank you very much, Prabhu. Jai. Srimad Bhagavad Gita Tharupa Ki Jai. Vanchakalpa Turbascha Kripasandhu Bhyavacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Anantakoti Vaishnava Brindaki Jai. Jai. Gora Bhakta Brindaki Jai.